So today we're going to talk about how we were both at the same place at the same time, but did not run into each other. (laughs) Parking hacks and how everything has just become big and bad. The construction workers. New neighbors from hell. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) New neighbors from hell. New content. (laughs) Check one, two. Hi, what's the latest? What's going on? I told myself I wasn't going to weigh myself till the end of this week. I couldn't hold it in. I had to check it. It scale went up over five pounds in well, three days. I'm glad that you're admitting to this. So Leslie is significantly smaller than me in every way. She's shorter. She has a smaller frame and build. I would say that at my ideal weight, it's higher than your ideal weight. But I think my stomach capacity is larger than no, yours. No, but what I'm trying to say <laughs> is you say, oh, I gained five pounds in a weekend. I have had 12 pound swings in an aggressive weekend going from like extreme careful for months to the fair and eating all the fair food and then ordering the pizza. And then all of a sudden I am not only full of food, but I'm retaining water from all the salt. And I would see a 12 pound swing from like a Friday morning of weighing myself to a Monday morning of weighing myself. And no one believes me, but the fact that you're... I believe you because that was after I worked out. So I am sure it was probably even more. I mean, I know why. I ate and drank the entire weekend. (laughs) My friend and I, my childhood friend, who I've known since I've been like, I don't know, four or five years old, came here for the first time. So she gets in and she goes, I'm starving. Like she's texting me from the plane. Three texts. I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm like, like there's not food at the airport, lady. No, but there's every food. I love she, eating But there. she flew Southwest and they don't oh, have food on the plane. So yeah. and she would have had to pick up food in Baltimore, which I think she got like one of those little sushi trays or something. But that. That's not going to cut it. Especially like who wants to get on a plane and eat sushi? No. Not good sushi. It's not like you can wash no. it down with like sake or something. We get sake. in. Sake. <laughs> so we get in. I'm like, all right, I have to drop this off like for, you know, this nonprofit event that I'm working on and we can do this, this and this. And I give her all the suggestions. She's like, I don't care. We just have to go eat. I would have invited you, but I knew you had to work. I was working. So. Yes. Although... We did. We were like ships passing in the night at Pike's I Market. I didn't know you guys were going down there or I would have. I know. I saw your pictures after and I was like, oh, we were right there. But at the same time, I didn't want to interrupt your special time. with No, your, don't be ridiculous. I saw the Spider-Man that was in your picture. I saw him taking pictures on the pig. <laughs> we might have been there plate. at the same time, yeah. So I'm sure we were. This is why we don't know where we are. Neither of us check in or post that we're not home because we're both paranoid about people breaking into our house. So Leslie and I are literally at the same place at the same time, this big outdoor market, Pike's Place Market here in Seattle doing different things and we don't run into each other. I was there for a costume event. I was leading the parade. So... (laughs) Yeah, I of literally you were. I was I leading led, the parade. I led the parade <laughs> with a six foot tall bear mascot, which is what I do on the weekends. I mean, literally, I was chasing after dogs in costume, filming them, giggling. I'm wearing a ball gown, chasing after dogs so I can film them for social media. Ha ha ha. I can't believe I get paid to do this. That was, that was my Saturday. Before I got there on Saturday, it wasn't as jolly. I have a full closet of costumes. I'm old enough that I have nice Halloween costumes and I save them. And like many women, I am like a three size range. Recently enough, I wore my Queen of Hearts costume and it was no big deal. I went to put it on (laughs) to head out to the event and I couldn't get it zipped. 
I do believe, though, that zipping it would have been possible. It was just a two-person job. <laughs> like, oh, no. You know, you got the person yes, that's like holding the zipper together. That's never a good thing. And then the other person's zipping it up. I don't know about you. When I gain weight, my first issue is my boobs get bigger. That zipper does not want to go up. And they're heavy. I mean, not yeah. just yours, but all Everybody's. of them. They're heavy. Yeah. So I was in my backup Halloween costume. <laughs> And I was like running. I w- because I was late at this point. This is a work event. I yeah. mean, I I wasn't getting ready to go do this on my own accord. Where you know, when you're going to do something on your own, sometimes. I like to indulge in like the two hours of getting ready, you know, where you, Mm -hmm. yes, the getting ready part is part of the experience Mm -hmm. and it's fun. And no, none of that. Like, it's just like, okay, I'm wearing that. I got to put it on. No, like I can't get it zipped. My boyfriend's at work. Like I'm by myself. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm like pressing my body up against the wall to like flatten my boobs. So maybe I can get it up. And then finally I give up. I like throw it across the room. So I'm Wear my backup Halloween costume. I can't find parking. I have minutes to get there. Oh, parking was atrocious. It was a disaster. So I can't find four hour parking, which is what I need. I need four hour parking. Did you check that lot? Like the main lot? Listen, I didn't have a lot of time. Like I didn't have time. (laughs) Listen. Because that's the thing. If you've ever been to downtown Seattle, the pedestrians are Oh God. Yeah. So annoying. They don't care about the people in cars. The cars are backed up. The light will change and like one car can go because there's a million pedestrians. Well, plus, if you're right in the middle of Pike Place, yeah. there is a road in front of that market. It's like a brick road. Their cars go on that road. People just walk in the road and the police officers don't tell them. And I'm like, this is a road. Yes, I went through that. I feel for you because I was aggravated and I didn't have anywhere to be. Right. So... Not only am I late because I'm fat and I can't get my zipper up (laughs) and I'm wearing my backup Halloween outfit, which, you know, I'm already frazzled because it's like I know I'm going to be videotaped. There's going to be pictures. I'm feeling like not good about myself at this point. And then I can't find parking. I call everybody that's already there and they're not helpful. I mean, they're like (laughs) mad at me because I'm like cutting it so close. I'm not late at this point, but I'm you're cutting it close. Normally I get to events 20 to 30 minutes early. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get to this event exactly on time or maybe two minutes early. So finally, I just park on the street, which is only two hour parking. Mm -hmm. I have two options. I can send one of our team because I am not going to be able to leave. I'm hosting this thing. I'm like up on the stage. I'm leading the parade and I'm getting video. So maybe I can send someone to feed the meter. Oh, wait, I can download the pay by phone app Mm -hmm. and then I can just do it from my phone. Great. So the time runs out and then the pay by phone app is like, "Mm, sorry, you can't add time to this. And so then I'm kind of freaking out because I have a tiny little convertible that has to be towed on a platform. It cannot be drag towed. So I'm like asking him, I'm like, would they tow my car? Would I just get a ticket? How many tickets do I have to get before they tow my car? If they try to tow my car, they're going to screw up my car. Everybody's like, oh, no, you'll just get a ticket. I'm like, okay, ticket is fine. I don't care about a ticket. I'm in a parade. So I get back to my car and I have a ticket and I look at it and I realize that I got the ticket when my parking was paid for because whoever was doing the tickets wasn't looking at the pay by phone stuff. So this is the greatest parking hack of all 
time. So if you are going to park somewhere and you might be running late or maybe you want three hours instead of your maximum of two, use the pay by phone app, pay on that. And then the chances that they're going to give you a ticket that's in your window of time where you don't deserve a ticket. And then you can call and get out of your ticket because you have proof that you paid in your email. I would never do all that work. I'd pay the ticket. It wouldn't all be I worth it to me. All have to do is mail the receipt in instead of mail the money for the ticket in. Yeah, things like that don't work out for me. So I parked in a lot where it cost me $32 to park for an hour and a half. I feel like somebody was holding me over the table. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not going to pay for that. I'm just going to pay enough for the hour and a half. We'll probably be there, what, maybe 45 minutes longer than them. I'm just going to take the risk, right? I come out. Not only do I have a ticket, they have charged my credit card for like double the amount of time because Mm. they charge it for the ticket and the additional like money that I owed. I mean, it was a lot of money. And I had like three of those incidents happen within two weeks. So those things don't work out for me. Well, this is the second time this has happened to me where I have you're that person, the pay by phone app and they've given me a ticket shortly after when my time is still good. And then I get back to my car past the time. The first time I was only past like five minutes, Mm -hmm. but this time I was past like an hour and a half but Mm -hmm. I got the ticket within the time and the first time ticket went away and I'm assuming this time the ticket will also go away all right well keep us posted well yeah I feel like this is a really good hack live on the edge is Heather's advice (laughs) my advice is pay your I don't have that kind of good luck like and it's funny because I was stressing out over the parking Mm -hmm. even though I wasn't running late and I pulled into the big garage down there Mm. When I came in tonight, you're like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't know how people annoy me. <laughs> Maybe that's one of them. I'm always like super salty on usually Monday through Friday now because of construction by my house. It's just a general way that people assume everybody else should work around them. And I am that person. I'll move over on the sidewalk if you're coming towards me. I'll let you pull your car out. I'll wait for you to go with the stop sign. Like, I always try to be courteous. On the streets and the neighborhoods, only one car can get by. I'm always the one to pull over. Six months to a year ago, I just had this epiphany. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done always being the person to move over. Like, sometimes it's got to be the other person. Mm Mm-hmm. So this huge truck, I apologize if you have a huge truck in your life and you stand by your truck, but these trucks that take up two parking spaces, Mm -hmm. but will fit into a compact space somehow, they realized they couldn't probably fit in this garage after they were already in it. And they literally took up three quarters of a two lane garage. They were in their lane and the other one. So I couldn't go by them. I was stuck. And the guy's letting the people out of the car and it's just taking forever. And I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm trying to be calm, like, and not sweat the small stuff. He is so tight in there. When he went to pull out, like I was having to pull all the way so close to the parked cars on my right side of the car to, so he could get by. And somebody from his party had to jump out and kind of like help me like, okay, you're not going to hit him. He's not going to hit you because we were like scraping next to each other. So I'm like agitated. I'm like, what are you doing coming downtown, driving this car anyway, going into one of these parking garages? They do have warning signs of height and width and and things like that. Trucks can't go into those garages. We finally slide by each other. And this woman goes, you're welcome. And oh, my God, I looked at my friend and I'm like, 
oh my God, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, just be quiet. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. My friend's like, she's from Baltimore and this is where we're very similar. Mm. You know, she's like, what is she saying that for? Like, why should you thank her? They're the one that was black in the whole street. Like they wouldn't have had to do that. You didn't ask her to do that. And I was like, yeah, I should get out of the car and say something. <laughs> and she's like, you should. I rolled out my window and I said, I'm not thanking you because I didn't do anything. I didn't, you know, like I, I'm just trying to get by and park my car. Like I didn't give you an attitude. I sat here and waited patiently for you. I didn't ask you to come help me. You took up the whole garage. I didn't ask you to buy a bus of a car and drive it around. You're preaching to the choir. I mean, I have a small car in part because we live in a city. I mean, exactly. We live in a city. I have my car. Not a small car, it's but a it's a small SUV. It's a very it's it's the petite SUV. Yeah. <laughs> and I have it because I really wanted the one one size bigger. Guess what? It doesn't fit in my garage. It doesn't fit very well up and down the city streets that I live on. It's hard to parallel park. So I got what makes sense. I just have this thing where why in my life does it always seem like it has to be me appeasing everybody else? And then if I'm not kissing somebody's feet, I'm getting tooed from somebody about it. Well, and and that's the thing, too. The thing that annoys me. And normally we're all about happy things. I know. This is just it's okay. No, but here's the insightful part of this. Somewhere along the way, we as a country decided that bigger was better. Bigger is always better. Our screens, Unless you're a woman, then you have to be as teeny tiny small. But boobs, like your boobs have to be sure. bigger. Your butt has to be bigger. Like, you know, gains, but, you know, <laughs> somewhere yeah. along the line, it's like our screens on our phones got giant. Our TVs are giant. Our cars are giant. Our refrigerators are giant. Food servings are huge. Homes are way bigger than they needed to be. It's not better, in my opinion. I mean, when the refrigerator at our house broke, I was very seriously considering getting one of those like little mini fridges because I was like, we don't need a full size fridge. And we ended up getting a like apartment size, studio Mm -hmm. size apartment fridge because it was the same price as the mini fridge. But, you know, I have a small car, I have a small fridge. I was just at the grocery store and I bought this like smaller pasta sauce. Same price as the bigger pasta sauce, but it's like, I don't need- You don't need it. That size of a pasta sauce. It's funny because I had the same experience with creamer. My friend likes pumpkin spice- latte flavored Starbucks stuff. This is going to be terrible and everybody's going to have a heart attack. I do not like pumpkin spice lattes. It's okay. I um, get them with one pump pumpkin spice instead it's of... It's too sweet for me. Like, I, there's just something... I don't like it. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't care who else drinks it, but I wouldn't... So, I bought her that creamer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, what do you want? She's like, oh, maybe some creamer. I'm like, what flavor do you like? She told me. Well, I wanted to get her the Starbucks one. There's no small size. It's huge. It's like cream that could last three months and yeah. she maybe drank a tenth of it but where size continues to be an issue and this is part of the reason I think I'm cranky today is this morning when my friend left her flight was at 6 15 she had set her alarm the day before to check into her flight because she flies southwest and like to get your appropriate place in line and they don't assign seats right. so it's really important that you get that good place in your check-in. I have flown Southwest before and it is a badge of honor if you're A1, if you're that first person that gets to board because you, you can, you'll never in. be that anymore. They reserve that for their business class or you have to pay for it. So I used to be in a long distance relationship 
So I flew. Were you MVP like their MVP? Yes. Yeah. So you could get that. Uh, yeah. So she does not have that. <laughs> So she set the alarm. She's all prepared. This morning, we talked about it. I helped her pack all her stuff last night, like the wine, whatever. So it was all safe. We do it all the night before. She's going to get up at 3.30 in the morning, about 4.15. The Uber comes and gets her. It takes me till like probably 6.30 to be able to fall back asleep. So 7.05, they start with those freaking townhomes that are... Everybody who has looked is like, oh, my God, that townhome, like you can touch that house from your house if you leaned out your window. Hmm. That's how close they are. It's still dark outside. They start with the hammer. <laughs> That's the nail gun. And then the hammer. <laughs> and then the saw. They're saw. <laughs> this is like all at 7.05 and I'm laying there. And as the first five minutes, they were dragging the boards and they dropped the board. So your whole house vibrates. It wakes the cat up. The dog like opens her eye, looks at me like you got to be kidding me. I really try not to be mean to these guys because they're just doing their job. But I've already called the construction company, begged them for a courtesy start time of 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. They are in the middle of a, you've, you've been to my house. It's yeah. a highly residential neighborhood mm-hmm. and it's very close proximity. It's not like this is a house that's like I'm on an acre and that's another house down. Mm. I open my window to see where they're at. There's a man right there looking right in at me. One of the construction workers. That's how close it is. Mm. And I open the window. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he looks at me. Like, he's trying to figure out where it's coming from. I'm like, it's coming from here. I said, this is my bedroom. You are literally working at 7 a.m. right outside of my bedroom in the dark. Can't even wait till it's light out. I've called. I've asked. Why are you guys doing this to me? This is awful. And he's just looking at me. I don't even think he spoke English, to be honest with you. Mm. I mean, I really don't. I slam my window down. I slam the drapes down. I just try to fall back asleep, but I couldn't. That goes on from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., 10 hours a day. After I yelled at the guy, I called the construction company. I'm like, you know, I just talked to you last week and I begged you guys to make this an 8 a.m. start and you said you understood and I get migraines and my cat has urinary obstruction and he's not peeing and I have a dog that's old and this stresses her out and this is really affecting my quality of life and I work from home and sometimes I have to take people to dinner and I can't be up at 7 a.m. like this in the dark. Like I need like to ease into my day. I probably sound like a nut. So I go about my day, I come back and I, I ask for the foreman. And I'm like, hi, I need to talk to you about your work schedule here. Like, this is not working for me. I'm really highly offended about how close these houses are and that the way you align them when you're building, the windows and where you are literally looks into my sleeping area, my dining area, my kitchen. So, like, I can't go down to my kitchen anymore without a bra on in the morning Mm because they can look right in. So, like, I have to basically get dressed to go make my coffee now in the morning or put on a sweatshirt. I've never had to have curtains there, so now I have to put up curtains. My whole point to this when we were talking about bigger being better, though, these are monstrous four-story townhomes. And your townhome is large. It's fairly large, but this one way surpasses mine. And I'm thinking, why does this have to be so tall like this? Why can't you just put a little balcony like we have? Why does it have to be you have to have the top floor balcony as well, plus a viewing area that nobody uses? I watch these houses. This is like the third set in our neighborhood that's Mm -hmm. gone up. So they're tall, how big would you say this room is right now? Uh, our studio room? Yeah, the studio. Um, about like, 8 by 10. It's smaller than this. Each each level of the house is like this, maybe. Mm. And it just goes up and up and up. 
And I'm like, you know, at, they're, and they'll sell that for close to a million dollars. That that property will make easily five million dollars. I I just find that offensive, mm-hmm. and I feel guilty now for living in my townhome because I'm like, God, I hope that my neighbors do not have to suffer, and that the people who built our house were more respectful mm-hmm. of the neighborhood because I hate them. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself. This goes on every day for 10 hours. I get in trouble for my dog wolfing I know. for 10 to 15 minutes out of the day. It's crazy. How are they dealing with this? Yeah. I hope they're complaining too. I doubt it. Because they're teachers. They go to school and then they get back and they probably have to listen to it for maybe an hour and then it's done. So far, they haven't really worked on the weekend. That'll be it. That'll be the undoing of me. So I'm sorry for being salty and, and off. I'm just tired because I really haven't slept since three o'clock. So Leslie goes into more detail and more passion about her neighbors from hell in episode five. Uh, That's actually one of my favorite of our episodes. So hit back to that if you're just joining us for the very first time. I think you'll like that one. I have to tell you, you're not sure if your neighbors have complained about all this noise. I kind of want to do an experiment. I would like to come to your house during this construction and experience it. Mm -hmm. You have to sleep over. That's when it's tough is the the 7 a.m. stuff. Yeah. Well, I would like to sleep over. Not because I'm jealous that your friend slept over with you. No, uh, you want to sleep in my bed. It's amazing. We have slept in the same room before. We have. (laughs) No, because this story is famous among a very small group of my friends and I'm laughing because I rarely tell it. Again, a lot of the stories that I tell that are salacious happened 20 years ago and this this was a long time ago when I was on study abroad. I want to say there was like 20 to 25 of us and we were staying in this very small town in England, Brighton, England. It's an art town. We were going to uh, University of Brighton. We were all staying at host families. So there were two or three of us at each family. And in England, much like Inner Harbor. The Inner Harbor Inner in Baltimore. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got all those row homes um, down there. Uh, well, downtown Baltimore. Yeah. Um, so if you live in a New York, Chicago row homes, like, you know what I'm talking about. Um, the brownstones there. It's row houses. Philadelphia. In Brighton. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Philly. All these houses, though, in England to someone like me look the same. I mean, they're all the same color. All the streets look the same. It's very confusing. So I'm staying at this house. I am the wild card of my study abroad group. Everybody else is like a freshman and I am older. I'm one of the only people that has traveled extensively. The family gives me my own key. They're very cool. They don't care. They're actually happy that they don't have to feed me three meals a day because I'm out doing my own thing. I'm like, don't worry about me. I won't be home for dinner. I'm out one night and I'm on my way home and I think everything is fine. I'm walking the same street I always walk. I go towards the house. I think it's fine. But then I see a cat and I start to follow. I know. I start (laughs) to follow the cat. Of course you did. Because that's what you do. (laughs) Oh, just let it go. I follow the dogs where they go. I follow the cat home. I mean, I had had an extravagant night. I had gone to like the Lady Boys of Thailand drag show down there. And then I went to this after hours club and I danced and like I was in the English department. I'm a good writer. So it's like I could not get any sleep and stay out and experience all the culture and still do really well. 
well in my classes. So I did that and I was comfortable with doing that. But I got lost. I got so lost um, and I couldn't find the house. And finally, I end up back at like the square in the bottom. So did the cat leave you? Yeah, the cat. The ran, cat didn't care. Cat ran off like, somewhere. Lady, stop following me. You probably he, creeped him out. Well, he, <laughs> he was, thought you were a stalker. He was walking with me for a while. I was petting him. We were stopping. Like, you know how cats are. They want to be pet and then they don't want to be pet. And then they follow then you. Then they bite you and leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. So we were having a good time. And then I realized I was like, didn't know where I was. So finally, I got back to the bottom of the hill before all the row houses. There's this one pub there. And all the pubs are like the red lion, the yellow lion, the orange lion. They're all the lion something. So I get back to the pub. There's one street lamp and there's a seat. It's where the bus picks everybody up every day. Um, The bus wasn't running at this hour. I was just walking all the way back. And I'm like, well, the sun will be up soon. I'll be able to find my way home when the sun is up. I'm just going to take a nap on this park bench underneath this well-lit thing in front of this business because... It's the safest possible thing. I'm in sleepy little Brighton. It's fine. (laughs) So I fall asleep on this bench under this light. And I wake up groggy. Sun has risen. I get back to the house. Oh, you found the house? I could just need a light. In the light. Yeah. Anyway, I walk in the door and everybody's like, oh, my God, a cop. Are you okay? What happened? And I'm like, what? Like, this is not new. I mean, for three weeks, I've been like showing up whenever. Like, what's the big deal? The pub, the pub, the pub was robbed last night. The pub, the pub. And I'm like, the lion pub? The lion, right? And they're like, yeah, you know, and they're so apparently I fell asleep on this bench. I mean, just a few feet away. And they had an armed robbery. Police showed up. But I slept through the whole thing on the bench. The police didn't, like, wake you up to Mm-mm. see if you saw anything or question why nope. you were just there. Or, that's odd. No, I legit slept through a robbery. So <laughs> many of your stories go back to you sleeping through things. I know. And I am just want to say that I have sleep envy of you because I can't sleep through anything. Like, you sleep... It's amazing. Like, I know. You sleep like a rock. I know. It's actually scary. I will say, maybe the construction, is this the experiment you want to yeah, conduct to I see if you see can sleep through the construction? Exactly. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Because then I know if it wakes you up, it's going to wake, it could wake the dead. Right. I could play it for you. Open it. Keep talking while I look. You just keep going. Well, one of the things that happens to me, which one of the things I must admit to everyone in the world, Leslie knows this about me. I am hella paranoid. I go to WebMD and I think I have everything under the sun. You name it. Oh, there's only one occurrence in the U.S. Oh, it must be what I have. It must be you. Yeah. (laughs) It's you. So the fact that I sleep really soundly. When I wake up sometimes, I am very disoriented to the point where I was very concerned that maybe I had early onset dementia or Alzheimer's because occasionally when I wake up, I'll look at my hands and I'll be like, okay, I'm white. Okay, I look at my nails. I'm a girl. I look over. I have a dog. Like, I am so confused for like three minutes when oh. I first wake up, I, I literally do not know what I am, who I am, like where I am. But apparently it's just a normal thing that people do and have. <laughs> Imagine this, this will cure you waking up to this. 
Have you tried earplugs? No. Earpl- I can't sleep with earplugs. Here. That's the nail gun. Mm. Have you tried like a sound it's machine? It's like living on the set of, of Saw. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. I And I'm curious to when we play that back to see what that sounds like. It's And how insane that's going to sound. It's frightening. I, I'm not exaggerating. This is like, we may talk about stories... Maybe I hear a touch of two will embellish things. There is no exaggeration and no embellishment of that. That is straight up my house. It's so bad that I sit there and I think when I watch all these crazy shows like mm. Dateline or 2020 or, you know, all they listen to the murder stories or murder podcasts. I'm thinking this is the type of thing that murder happens over. You drive a neighbor so freaking crazy that they start doing crazy things back or somebody like me who keeps complaining that I'm starting to become a nuisance to like the construction company and who knows what their background is. They could just off me to shut me up or there's all these crazy construction people there. They're right looking into my house. They know when I'm home. They know when I'm not home. Out of curiosity, has all of this disruption, have you seen any raccoons since this started? Yeah, I saw one last night. So, and I was actually happy to see it because once they cut all the trees down I wasn't seeing raccoons and Mm -hmm. I like the raccoons I know if we talk about your love for raccoons I know 12 Uh, yes episode 12 and raccoons are not bad and they're not murdery I just imagine them cutting those trees down and the raccoons being in the tree and like Mm -hmm. falling down with the tree like this whole thing has really traumatized me I am just disgusted like it has made me want to move into a cabin in the woods and live by myself with nobody around Mm -hmm. and I I'm a city person like I I never thought that I'd feel that way like I like walking around and be able to walk to my coffee place and the dog store and grab a bite to eat or be able to like drink a little and not have to drive and 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 enjoy a night out but this is becoming today there were some tears (laughs) there were tears today two things you make me want to be a more successful human so that we could like go in on a cabin together um i could afford a cabin now like back way far out (laughs) if it was like you know one of those little a thousand square foot cabins like i could do that i can't but you make me want to be a more successful human well i'll build a little mother-in-law suite and you can rent that (laughs) (laughs) two you're going to laugh at me. I <sighs> started crying because I saw this Facebook video. The dodo always oh God. gets me. I know. The dodo, um, man. So, and I love the dodo. So they showed this video, these people opening up the drywall in one of their rooms and then they pull it away. I've seen this one. And they discover these like six baby raccoons that are stuck in the wall and they like scoop them out. And I started crying because I suddenly was like, I love them. And that that part of me that sees them as a threat to the dogs. and Because I've never seen a baby before. And when I saw that video, I was just like, I'm a monster. They're so cute. So and they I'm, just want to protect their family. I, I I just want to say I'm sorry. I accept your apology on behalf of the nursery of raccoons <laughs> that, that attacked your house unknowingly. They probably was raining. They were probably the just trying to get in. American Coalition for right, Raccoon Rights. That's right. <laughs> I accept your apology on behalf of all raccoons in this great country of ours. Thank you. I I am a changed person. Oh, because the Dodo. Good job, Dodo. Yay, Another Dodo. success story. Ah, I think on that. So what are we going to talk about next time? 
I want to bring in people to do interviews. Okay. I don't know what episode that will end up on. So I don't want everybody to get their heart, the hopes up. So we are going to expand to guests. Here and there. Here and there. Um, Because we're not the only interesting people in the world. Right. And Leslie is the one with friends. Leslie was in a sorority. She has a lot of friends. She's used to, she has 13 people that she took (laughs) to New Kids on the Block with her. Uh, So she's in charge of recruiting. In the meantime, find us on Instagram. Say hello. We are so extra podcast. New content on Tuesday. Wherever you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. Bye.